Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything Heaven's Door Whiskey. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and of course, our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tastings. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleshik. Andy, how you doing today? You know, good. Um, trying to enjoy the weather now. It's kind of finally starting, or really for starting to feel like fall here. Right? The year is just flying by. Yeah, I know. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's really flown by, and I've, uh, I've kind of enjoyed it to an extent, but also I'm like, where's the time gone, personally? Yeah, we're already talking about Christmas presents, and we're, um... Thanksgiving, all that stuff. Thanksgiving, we're deep into the football season, obviously, and we're already talking about basketball. I'm a, I know people, if they, like, they need another reason to hate me. I'm a huge Duke fan, so I'm excited for the season. I know you're a big Xavier guy, and, of course, I like Xavier, too, so that'll be... It'll be fun to watch all that mm-hmm. and try to figure out what the heck we're going to get all the pe- you know the people in our lives, uh, presents and, and all that, what we're going to get them. So yeah. do you have any plans? Are you heading out to that? I know it's still out a little early, but. Uh, well, I'm visiting my parents uh, out in California for Thanksgiving. It's like the first time I've seen them, I think, all year. Um, but then, I mean, other than that, like the only other big trip I have going on is actually, well, at the time that we'll be listening to this. Um, everyone can listen to this. Um, we'll actually be, I'll actually be in, um, Dallas for a work event, um, this oh, week. So good. when do you leave for that? I actually leave, uh, it's the day before. So I, I leave this Sunday before, um, we post this. So, um, I'll be out there for three, four days. So and you're then, taking off tomorrow. Yeah. I'm flying off. I'm flying out there tomorrow and come flying back really late Wednesday. Gotcha. That'll be fun. Is yeah. it like a convention or something? Yeah, just like a work convention and, and you know, just dry, fun s- stuff. You know, everybody wants to deal with work. Very cool. Um, that's awesome. But, though. I mean, at it's least nice it's in to... Dallas, so All I can right. escape some of the cold weather. Nice. Yeah, you get to go on a trip. That's That'll be so much fun. All right. Well, without further ado, why don't we just jump right on in, Andy? Let's go ahead and tell the folks everything they need to know about Heaven's Door. Of course. So this is, again, this is another one that is a newer brand. It's only about six, seven years old now. Uh, originally, I think, founded in 2015. Uh, and it's actually, I think, our second, um, our second celebrity uh, brand that we've done. Uh, of course, the other one being Blackened that we did about a month ago, month and a half with ago. With Metallica. Yeah, with Metallica. Metallica's... Uh, Metallica's uh... The brand they founded up in New York. Yeah, and this one, of course, is another uh, musician. <laughs> yeah, another musician. Uh, one of the more famous ones too. Uh, founded um, by Bob Dylan. Um, it, you know, it was something that he kind of went into a venture from a guy with one of the actual co-founders of. Um, it left before this, but uh, one of the co-founders of um, Angels Envy. Oh wow! Yeah. So, uh, you know, again, another... I wonder why I like it so much. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, pioneer in the space and good things. I've heard good things about it. It tastes good and everything. Yeah, I like it. Um, you know, so it's something of, again, kind of another new brand, like I said. Uh, you know, kind of an entrant in the into the space of, in the trend recently, in the last five, six years or so of 
you know, celebrity whiskeys or celebrities at least attaching themselves to a whiskey um, that we started to see. Um, and it's something that, you know, obviously Bob Dylan, I don't think really think is actually doing it at any of the distilling. He's just kind of lending his hand and his fortune right. to it. Of course. Um, He's an <laughs> executive producer, basically. Yeah. If you a behind the scenes, yeah, just a silent partner almost. Yeah, uh, and you know it's it's something that you know it's um, it you know they haven't really had a lot of space to operate in, at least for um, visitors to come and see. Because I, I think I think the first couple of years, you know, they were uh, maybe sourcing some of their whiskey, but um, now you know they're they're starting to set up a physical space. Uh, where I think they're going to do a lot of distill, a lot if not all of their distillation at and a visitor center down in Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. Um, it, it's kind of they're adding, they're taking a former church uh, right down on like Fourth Street in Lafayette down there. Um, it was supposed to, I think, open this year in 2021 or maybe 2022, but I haven't seen that it's actually like open. Hmm. Uh, and especially like constructed and everything. Yeah. Um, All I'm seeing online are basically like digital renderings of yeah. what it's going to look like. Yeah. So I don't know that with everything going on that it's still like up and running and stuff like that. And then of course there's an old picture of the original church, which that's yeah, a good looking building. I'm sure it'll be a great setup once they're up and running. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, and you know, of course Dylan himself actually has very close ties to it outside of um, outside of sitting here and distilling there and having a whiskey operation there because he actually um, worked on four of his albums in Nashville. Oh, wow. Um, so, you know, I guess that kind of makes sense that he would sit there and put it there. Yeah. Um, and it's something, you know, all of this reflects in, you know, their own operations and everything they do um, because it's some of his own artwork that he's kind of done because he i guess also has a uh like a metal works shop or something like that that he's attached himself to hmm. somehow something that of that nature to where he um you know he had like some of these gates that he's kind of created um on his own or in conjunction with other metal workers um uh, are reflected at or will be reflected in at their physical op um station there uh, but also as engravings on the bottles um so each i think each release or each style of whiskey that they release rather um will have some reflection of those different gates and everything mm, that he does um yeah. on them um so it's very distinctive in that nature and he's supplanted himself there as kind of very central to the brand in some way shape or form um, and it's something that, I've, as far as I know, you know, really up to this point, they've been a sourced whiskey. I don't know. I haven't really been able to see anything that they've started up actual distilling operations, but it looks like once this new uh, physical location is up, they're actually going to distill their own stuff. Nice. Um, but at least up to this point, past that, they're going to, uh, once that's up and running, you know, they're going to release their own, but up to this point before that happens you know they're they've been a sourced whiskey at least partially um of course one for the rye being the mgp 95.5 uh mash bill 
um, that's like famous in so many different expressions across the industry. Uh, and then a um, 70% corn and 30% rye and barley, rye and or barley mash bill hmm. um, that is r- rumored to be a Tennessee source whiskey. But per them, they say, they say it's not a Dickel because Dickel's, like George Dickel's the huge source to whiskey out of Tennessee that some other people will use. But they're saying it's not a Dickel and it's not a Dickel mash bill. So I don't know. I couldn't really find exactly who it's coming from. Okay. Um, that mash bill and everything it goes into. Uh, all their different products that they go into. And of course, those go those mashables go into a few different products that they have, pretty much all of which are about six to ten years old. Uh, and of course, you know a straight bourbon and rye, um, and then a double barrel whiskey, and then um, of course there are limited releases that they'll send out. Um, I think once a year at least, um, among other ones that they just kind of on a limited basis, multiple times throughout the year release. Um, and in their actual bootleg series, which is something, again, another little bit more limited bourbon release that they offer. Um, and it was, it's like a once a year thing. I forget when they, I didn't see when they were uh, releasing it every year. But it's a once a year release um, named after his, Bob Dylan's um, bootleg series of albums. Okay. That he's fam- so famous for. And it's something that on those bottles, whereas if you've seen a regular bottles of he- Heaven's Door, has all that artwork that I was talking about earlier, like with his uh, gates and scrap metal artwork that he creates, um, the bootleg series will instead have individual, like hand-painted or near-hand-painted artwork okay. on each release. And it'll like vary per release. I think... And as I was reading their website, I get the impression that it's based upon at least one song off of the al- each album or based on an album as a whole. That's the impression I was getting it from it. Nice. On the artwork. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it's good product. I like it. Like everything that they're doing. You know, I want to see them, you know, succeed and continue to create a name for themselves in the space, especially in the Tennessee space, which is, you know, dominated by kind of only two or three big names. Yeah. Um, I definitely think if, it, if they continue down this road, they have the potential to rival as far as quality, you know, the Dickles, the Jack Daniels, yeah. you know, those types of Tennessee whiskeys, because it really is a high quality product. What we're going to be trying today is the single barrel, the cash strength. Um, so one day we'll have to get the regular and try that and kind of compare it. Cause this is almost like a special release for them. Yeah. Um, so this one of course is except is exceptional. I've really enjoyed it. The times I've tried it. Um, so we'll see how, um, we'll, we'll see how it goes because, uh, you know, I'm really, I, you know, every time you, I try a whiskey, oftentimes if I try it again, like a month later, I have a different impression of it, but I was really impressed the first time I had it. So I'm, I'm going to be interested to see if it really holds up and is as good as I you know remember. Yeah. So, unless you have anything else you want to talk about, Andy, I think we're ready for the the tastings. I think I'm ready to jump into them. 
All right, folks, go ahead and pour yourself a glass of the Heaven's Door Single Barrel Cast Strength Straight Bourbon Whiskey, or, you know, if you can only get your hands on the regular, um, the Heaven Doors uh, Tennessee Bourbon, Tennessee Whiskey, you know, pour yourself a glass of that, and we will go ahead and uh, kick off the tastings here in a minute. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back, and we are going to go ahead and do the tastings now that we have a glass of the Heaven's Door Whiskey poured for ourselves. As always with the tastings, we're going to start off with the nose. Yeah. I think it's pretty light, honestly. Yeah, it's, a, um, it's a lot lighter. Uh, it smells a lot, even though it's, you know, I'm assuming this is one of their, uh, the um, Tennessee sourced ones. It smells a lot more like a bourbon than a Tennessee sourced whiskey. Yeah, I agree. This is the OHLQ. Um, this is actually their Ohio liquor selection. Um, so this is the, the, the cash drink barrel that they selected. Um, this is bottle, we're drinking bottle number 68. From barrel oh, 186. Uh, I mentioned how light I thought the nose was, particularly because this is a pretty high proofage whiskey. This is this clock. This one clocks in at 113.6 in the proofage. Not so it's close like to the highest. And a half. Right. Still yeah. pretty far off. 15, uh, 18 proofage is off the, the highest uh, proofage whiskey we've done on this show. But it's still up there for sure. Top 10, I would I absolutely yeah. would say. Um, and so the nose is very light considering that. Uh, what are some of the notes that you're picking up on it? Because I'm not getting a ton I, I of complexity, get, even get, though it is very lovely. Um, yeah, I don't get a ton of complexity. I will say the complexity that I get, a little bit of like barrel oak or barrel char in there. Yep. Uh, but kind of in it, it reminds me, uh, kind of to your comment earlier about Angel's Envy, it reminds me a little bit of Angel's, like a heavier Angel's Envy in that it's got... A little bit of like a dark fruit or wine, like a port. Yeah, like yeah, almost like it was made in a in a wine barrel or yeah. aged in a wine barrel, like a red wine barrel or a port barrel, wine barrel, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think you are seeing the Angel's Envy influence on it, which is certainly a good thing. Yeah. Oh no, I completely agree with you. All right, let's give it a taste. Again, I think very drinkable for the proofage. Oh, yeah. I agree with you. Um, it certainly lets you know it's there. But like, don't don't get me wrong. It's a, it's a strong whiskey, but yeah, not quite as light as the, as the nose was, but certainly very drinkable for a 113.6 proof. Yeah. What are some notes that you're picking up at? Um, up front, I'm still getting – I get a little bit of spice in with the oak up front. Um but kind of like mid palate down through, like as as you drink it, it I still very much get uh, some of that angel's envy, like a hotter angel's envy. Um, you know, to me, it almost drinks very very similar. I mean, I know it's six higher proof than this in a different match bill, but it drinks very very close to um, what Weller Antique One Hundred Seven drinks like. To me, just a different. You know, I like that. I said, mash bill and I do get a lot flavors. of I do get a lot of sweetness from it that you would get and that you would pick up in a lot in like a wheat uh, whiskey. Yeah, um, I'm getting some like dark fruit, like some cherry and like vanilla sweetness, and I'm and a lot of like peppery spice. Those are like the big yeah. things I'm picking up. And it, yeah, and it kind of finishes off a little bit. It doesn't really hang around a lot for me, at least. But you know, it still lets you know it's there. I would it's say, good. You talk about the finish. Yeah, the finish yeah. of it doesn't last super long for me, but it's like still... A, yeah, I'd say it's like a medium finish. 
Yeah, not me- super long, not super short, kind of right in the in the in the middle there. Exactly. I, I, I wish it would. Uh, I wish it would. The finish was longer. I yeah. Oh yeah. Because the, after, the aftertaste is good. The finish is good. Um, a little dryness, and you're and, and you're getting that that heat, and you're getting that that's a lot of that spice in the finish as well. And I and it's yeah. great, and I like it. And I wish it had stayed around a little bit longer. Yeah, it's kind of like a exactly. It's kind of like a little bit of like a mold wine or a mold port, something like that. That would in the flavors that just doesn't really stick around to me. Right, definitely would prefer to stick around longer. All right, folks, that's it from us this week. We really did enjoy this one. I hope you guys did as well. Uh, Make sure you go over uh, to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please share um, the podcast on your social media platforms. Uh, Subscribe, leave a review, listen to every episode. Uh, Of course, let your friends know about us and uh, check us out on social media as well. We really do appreciate your guys' support uh, and uh, we we love doing this. So uh, have a great week. Pour yourself another whiskey and don't worry, America. We'll be here to drink with you next week.